Sci-Fi Fans is the official podcast of science fiction author W.A. Blinko. Before today's episode, I'd just like to mention how this podcast is made. Sci-Fi Fans is the official podcast of science fiction author W.A. Blinko. Before today's episode, I'd just like to mention how this podcast is made. Hi and welcome back to this edition of Sci-Fi Fans, the podcast of movie trivia. Today I shall be talking to you about The Wizard of Oz and Casablanca. Starting off with The Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz was released in 1939 and it's a musical fantasy produced by Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, or MGM as we probably call them these days. It's an adaption of L. Frank Barham's 1900 children's fantasy novel, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. The film was um, primarily directed by Victor Fleming and he actually left the production to take over the troubled Gone with the Wind. So a little bit of link there with last week's podcast for you as well. It stars, of course, you probably know this, Julie Garland, uh, Frank Morgan, Ray Bolger, Bert Lear, Jack Haley and Margaret Hamilton with Noel Langley and Florence Royson. Obviously, the, uh, the Munchkins, they get a separate credit in there as well. The story was um, it's essentially about Dorothy who gets transported into this strange new world via a, uh, a twister or a tornado, as I think we call them over here in the UK. And um, yeah, she ends up in this strange new world with munchkins, witches and a wizard and she's trying to get her own, find her own way home. The, um, the film was made on a budget of around $2.8 million and it would then go on to gross nearly 30 million dollars so not a bad return on on your investment there uh, it come in at 27.9 million dollars obviously it was made in the uk in the us sorry and it was released on august the 25th 1939 and it has this really um phenomenal opening scene where it starts off in black and white and the story develops and we end up in oz in this fantastic technicolored film and uh, without any further waffling here are uh, some of my top five things that you didn't know about The Wizard of Oz. Enjoy. Margaret Hamilton was not the Wicked Witch. And I know, before you all shout at me that she played the Wicked Witch, she did play the Wicked Witch, admittedly. I can't deny that one. But off camera, Margaret Hamilton was such a pleasant character and so friendly towards uh, Julie Garland that she actually found it very difficult when it comes to the scenes where she had to pre portray fear because she genuinely didn't fear Margaret Hamilton even in her witch's makeup. MGM Studios paid L. Frank Barry $75,000 for his right for the film rights to his book The Wizard of Oz. Now that was an awful lot of money back in 1939 and to be totally honest I find that an awful lot of money even by today's standards but I know it's probably not a lot of money given how much films cost these days but if anybody is out there that would like to make broken ceasefire my own personal book into a movie do get in touch because i'm sure we can come to an arrangement that won't even be seventy-five thousand dollars. what i find fascinating about making films is the special effects department and um, it's i love how they use everyday mundane things to trick the eye into believing that what you see on screen is something totally different. 
Now an example of this is in Alien where the egg opens and you peer into this alien egg. What you actually see on screen is raw chicken and noodles but the way that it's portrayed you get the impression your mind thinks that it is actually an alien of some sort and that's what I love about film is the trickery that's involved with the special effects. For the um, the tornado scene in The Wizard of Oz what they actually did was they had a 35 foot muslin stocking and they spun it round really fast over the uh, the model farm and the miniatures of the farm in a dusty environment to create that tornado effect and that really pays off because it at that time it really is a, a really good practical effect there. On November the 3rd in 1956 The Wizard of Oz was broadcast for the first time on television and the audience was approximately 44 million people tuned in to watch it. Because of her young age, Julie Garland could only spend four hours a day filming on set. She would then spend a further three hours a day being taught her school lessons and being educated off set. The scene where everybody skips down the yellow brick road and Toto runs alongside them took approximately 12 takes. And the reason it took 12 takes was because Toto the dog just wasn't playing ball and wouldn't do as he's told. Moving on to Casablanca, which was released in 1942 and was directed by Michael Curtis. Screenplay was adapted by Julius J. Epstein, Philip G. Epstein, as well as Howard Koch. It was based on Everybody Comes to Ricky's, and that was a book by um, Murray Burnett and Joan Allison. Starring, of course, as we all know, Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman. It was made on a budget of under a million dollars. It was approximately $878,000, but it would go on to gross nearly three times, four times that at $3.7 million. The uh, basic premise of the film is it's a romantic drama film and um, it was released by Warner Brothers. So without any further waffle, here are some things, here are my top five points that you should know about uh, Casablanca. The initial budget for Casablanca was only, and I say only, $800,000. However, they ended up spending $950,000, so the production costs went $100,000 over budget. Initially, Casablanca was a play, however, Warner Brothers brought the script and everything before it had been produced for a then record fee of $20,000. Dolly Wilson was contracted with Paramount Pictures and he was a drummer. However, Warner Brothers managed to acquire his services by borrowing him at a fee of $500 a week. And while I'm talking about Dolly Wilson, he was in fact the only cast member that had actually visited the city of Casablanca. Because of wartime restrictions on building materials, Rick's Caff is the only set that they actually made from scratch. All the other sets that are used in Casablanca were repurposed from other Warner Brothers productions. 
Many of the uh, Nazis portrayed in Casablanca were played by German Jews who had escaped and fled Nazi Germany. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to Sci-Fi Fans, the podcast of movie trivia. I take it you've enjoyed yourself because you're still here listening to me waffle. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the uh, the podcast this week. It was a pleasure putting it together. I really enjoyed delving into the, uh, the backstory of some of the iconic films, not just from the golden age, but I will get up to some more modern films as well. But at the moment, I'm enjoying going through the... Uh, the real oldie, worldy classics, as I like to call them. Coming up next on the podcast in future episodes, we've got Breakfast at Tiffany's from 1961, as well as From Russia With Love. Now, I have covered James Bond a couple of times, but I don't think I've actually covered a, a complete film in the scope that I'm going to with From, from Russia With Love. Also coming up in future uh, episodes will be Goldfinger, so a little bit of a James Bond theme coming up, as well as Mary Poppins. So that's what you've got to look forward to on Sci-Fi Fans, the podcast of movie trivia. Take care of yourselves, and I will see you in the next episode. Please do check me out on uh, my other platforms, link in the description below. Take care of yourselves, I'll be back next week. All information in this podcast episode is researched by myself, Wayne Blinko. I use various websites such as IMDB or official websites from actors, films or film studios. Thank you very much.